let's get more money Remember when we had no money, nobody Give flying fuck about us All the dudes doubt us and we'll talk about us They said I'd never make it Fuck what they said, not a conversation Cause I got bitch and I'm gonna stay bitch In your motherfucker face, bitch I could do What is going on? Episode 10. I just realized I had notes on the back of this from last time. What did they say? That kind of doesn't matter. Um, we're back. Episode 10. We're starting off this episode the same way we start off everyone with I Gotta Say This. I'm and not uh, say anything right now. We just want to say thank you to Hydro Grow oh, for yeah, their all-in-one grow tents. Just kidding. Other than that, um, give Dab and Aladdin a big shout-out for coming out. And... Uh, Creating some content on the Instagram last the night. Champ doesn't. He only smokes face blunts. <laughs> That's what he said on the Instagram. The champ only smokes face blunts. He doesn't smoke normal people. He doesn't people. share his blunts with civilians. <laughs> with civilians. ridiculous. <laughs> um, so I guess that's that, Danny. You can cut. Everybody's wondering what this pinata is, huh? I mean, Buzz Lightyear says one thing and one thing only, right? To infinity and beyond. And this one like a heavy, holy shit. My homies from Talking Seaweed said, we got shit to do, and we need you to help. I said, well, shit, stoke gang. Let's get it. You gotta love the guys that Talking Seaweed. They're fucking nuts. They're out of their minds. Absolutely ludicrous with the shit they do. I don't know. If you don't know about Talking Seaweed, get familiar with it. This is the second time you've been on our show. I mean, the first one was, you know, a couple minutes, but this is the first time. Kind Mind? Yeah. Kind oh, Mind. Yes. Oh, yeah. Kind we, mind. Met, we met formally at Kind Mind. Mm-hmm. That was a heck of a weekend. Surrounded by hippies <laughs> and corn. <laughs> and, and a corn maze that went in one straight row. <laughs> <laughs> that might be because we drove a golf cart all the way through it at one point. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. I thought you were seeing sorts of strobing lights through there and were wandering around aimlessly, not finding your way out of a straight line. That was, I think that was 
They could have Saturday. all been us. Yeah. It was, it was yeah, yeah, it was the last night. I remember you telling me about that one. Yeah, we, we definitely got lost. <laughs> we <did. laughs> We're like split up, not a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. The uh, best for the people, I'm telling you, the people that were out there at eight AM playing croquet all dressed up. We heard about that. I missed it. Yeah, we missed we were sleeping. We had this thing going on in our um, our yard. Had this um, the sound that would keep happening. It was going. It wasn't just our yard. It was the, the corn. Something was going on. The corn. Something's going on in the corn. Yeah. Something happened in the corn. <laughs> Is that why you were wandering? There was music playing in the cornfield when we got there. And when we left. And then when we left. And it was the same like tempo. Yeah. <laughs> it was the okay. same bass drum. Is that some sort of like alien thing? What, Thursday, Thursday at noon to times. Monday morning? Yeah, it didn't stop because we would just wake up in the middle of the night and laugh, and the other one would wake up and laugh and just be like, oh, this is still going on. Like, it's <laughs> like, why don't they sleep? What kind of drugs are they on? Why are they not sleeping? Day four. Sunday. Copious amounts of acid, probably. Yeah. I mean, That'll do it. Have fun. If you do yeah. enough of it, be smart. You just become one with nature. I mean, you had cornfields, you had become woods, you had open That's fields, you had mud field. The dude who set the stage up in the corn told us on camera. Shout out to Brad. Brad, yeah. He's, Scariest Jesus. He actually enjoys our shit. He follows us now. He Brad, does, yeah. Fuck he, um, he, uh, a little bit crazy, but he's good, dude. <laughs> yeah. So are we. It's fine. Yeah, we, uh, you have to be crazy because there's no such thing as normal. Right. Well, yeah. If somebody can show me what normal is, I will pay them. <laughs> so Brad's not Have you ever met Earl and Butch? Right. They're, They're pretty normal guys. I met them last night. Did you meet them last night? Yes. They're normal guys. Well, there's a few quirks, but you know what? It's all somebody's interpretation of what normal is. Yeah. Right. Guys. They were quirky for sure from what I remember. <laughs> I could watch it on uh, Instagram a little They bit. had a great kind of little twang, you know, so I was trying to figure out where they were from considering they were saying they're from New Hampshire. Yeah, I think, well, I know they got their, they got some Canadian accents because, I mean, it's pretty far up there, no? Yeah, I think they're pretty far. I think they're pretty close. I'm not quite sure. It's like right, right on the border. Right on the border. Border town. Border town. Is that a show? Is that a show? I think so. So my buddy lives in McAllen, Texas. And I'm pretty sure that is always on Bordertown. Oh, so if you watch Bordertowns, if you see a white guy who looks super Irish with glasses, who's sounds very Mexican, <laughs> say hi. Don't say, say hi, because I want to tell a story about him. <laughs> Don't say his name, because I want to tell a story. We were in Vegas, and um, he took too many drugs of this specific good good drug and uh he was his eyes started like vibrating and he was like my eyes are vibrating and then we were in the limo and fucking they were like they were playing they're all fighting over the ox cord he was playing the music and he's just chuckling himself in the back on play vibrating eyes by himself like he's going third in the third person like I was like, this dude is, and he said it like under his breath, he was just like, so I was like, this kid's on right now. Oh, this kid is so funny. He used to, uh, he used to run around headshot shows with a backpack full of CDs, and he would just basically give a CD to everybody there and be like, what do you got? And he would come back with like, rolled up, like, he would have like, coins, dollars, like, I mean, like, got a bunch of money for you guys. (laughs) (laughs) What? Because you don't have nothing. Like, I'm not accepting nothing. Right. What do you have? What's it worth? Because this is how much it costs him to make it. <laughs> if, if, even if it was a piece of gum. 
Right. Yeah. So let's get into Healing Tree a little bit. Tell them, um, if anyone doesn't know, what is, you got any healthy alternatives to Healthy alternative to edibles, I try to use as many um, organic ingredients as possible. Uh, if it's not an organic ingredient, we always make sure it's non-GMO. We have gluten-free options. We have um, vegan options. We try to do uh oh, Danny. Low sugar. Danny's at it. I already enjoyed them. Yeah, Danny actually yeah. stopped here the other night so he could grab some Chex Mix from here before he went home after oh, a 12-hour wedding show. <laughs> <laughs> I, hope grab it, some I hope it helped. Yeah, especially on an empty stomach. He was uh, very effective. <laughs> fast, fast onset. So, so who are we thanking? Sorry to interrupt this, but who are we thanking this week? We forgot. Um, we're actually thinking a, a Are you thing. on yourself? No, we're thinking a thing. We're just thinking zip ties, actually. Because they're so handy, and you can use them for everything. I love it. And they help me a lot. Things we take for granted every week, Danny's there to remind yeah, us. Yeah. Thank you for that, Danny. Yeah, Back to the edibles. Um, he, uh, yeah, Danny loves them. I, uh, I gave Danny most of mine because he had mowed down most of them before we left Kind Mind. Uh, <laughs> I think I had a bag of Chex Mix for breakfast on Sunday morning at Kind Mind. I think that's yes, how I started the day. I believe so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we do different kinds of like Chex Mix. We'll do like a sweet and salty. We do uh, um, regular Chex Mix, and then we also have um, just it's all just fruit and nuts. Call cool. infused, cool. just fruit and nuts. That's cool. So that's always really handy. I know. Um, Seth from Product Trips, he's been um, has a few little packages of goodies that he's putting in his geocaching that he's doing. Nice. And the first one was found within 50 minutes of dropping the location. That's people good. were camping out to to do this. That's it's wild. really cool. That so really cool. you know, gets people a... out there hiking and stuff with nature. No, that's awesome. That sounds like something we would. And then we would do that, but instead of leaving cool. something really cool there, we'd leave nothing there and, and trick then, everybody. And then, yeah, and laugh and be out of It's like one of those things you open it and the snake pops out. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, so he's like, um, so I have you know the different trail mixes, and then we also have. Um, our CBD dog treats. I was just gonna say my dog's huge. super spoiled because my mom gives her everything and she's super picky because she's spoiled and she actually ate like half of those that bag I had. So that's that surprised to even get her to take something out of my hand. Normally she'll snub her nose at it well, and then she'll come back at it when you're not there to grab it and put it somewhere. But she took it and put it, you know, she hit it and did her thing right away. And we had uh, there was a couple that at a Freedom Rally that had said, "Oh, my dog's too picky. It doesn't need anything. You know, it's." Very, very picky. I don't even buy it treats because it just won't eat anything. They decided to try it, and then they sent me a video about two hours later, and this dog is an older, I think it was like a poodle or like labradoodle or something, um, that doesn't jump up. You know, it's got arthritis and stuff. Dog jumped right up when they were holding the treat and actually took the treat. They've ordered three more bags since then. Awesome. And that was only a couple weeks ago. Yeah. That's like, crazy. Yeah, so that was pretty cool to see that. We do get a lot of positive feedback, and the dog treats are in seven stores now, I believe, wow. throughout the state. Awesome. Yeah. That is awesome because you see pharmaceutical industry like in health, like pet care. It's like like you know, doggy Xanax and like oh yeah, yeah. Valium, like I, it's a huge market. Well, it's my cool. mother was joking around, and she's you know, because she she'll call me every now and then and be like, oh, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm baking dog treats again, and she'll be like, oh. Your puppy drugs. Let me guess. What do you got? Your puppy Percocet going on? And she's like, your Rottweiler Ritalin and your like Terrier Tramadol. And she just like starts making a joke out of it. But it's, I mean, 
all these drugs that they would put pets on. That yeah. they do. They try to them. Yeah. All, yep. It's expensive, too. I don't too. understand why they would give animals pharmaceuticals. Because, because it works they're the almost same the same. Way, yeah, but... they're, they're built. I mean, a cat is... A, Central nervous system. If I remember correctly, and I could be off, but a cat has the same muscles and bones as a human. Hmm. Like their body, muscle for muscle, on your body is, my cats are so is exactly the same as a human. So you know their body's gonna break down things just like your body would. Right. You know if you have you know pulled tendons and stuff, they put you on some sort of like muscle relaxer. They're gonna do the same thing for your pet. Right. My cat's a savage. Mm-hmm. I have one cat that just is like an oh, old. Oh, speaking of which, do you do you have anything for cats? I have not. Because yet. we're working on. I that. just got a text the other day of my friends. A chick who um, Darcy actually made the cake for. Oh. Um, she texted me the other day and was like, "Hey, I have a cat that's fucking bananas. Like, I need something to chill her out. Like, I don't want to try not getting her high first, but if I have to get her high, like, that's fine. But she's way too crazy." And um. I was like, I don't think anyone's making. You know, I was like, try some tincture. Put some tincture in the water. Yeah, you put tincture. You know I, mean? I wouldn't put tincture like, in the water, but you could drop like, a couple <clears> kernels of dry food something. for it. You know, so it absorbs in. Yeah. Um. I mean, the dog treats, there's nothing in it. A cat can't eat, there's nothing in it. A human can't eat, they're right. 100% organic. So You've got organic pumpkin, there's organic peanut butter, there's organic bacon, um, gluten-free, um, organic whole wheat flour, and So it'd be safe if the cat would yeah, eat it? Yeah, absolutely. I wonder if you crush it up or something and put it in. You might be able to absorb a little mm-hmm. liquid so it's softer. She's like, I'll try anything at this point. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Do a little liquid or something so it's softer. Right. And try that. That's one way to go. I had um, the guy at the pet store today, I stopped in there, and one of the things he had said to me was, do you do you know special orders? I said, absolutely we do special orders. He said, I've got um, one customer who's got two terminally ill dogs and she's looking to do something in a you know, very high dose for them. To alleviate. Yeah, whatever. without having yeah. to put them on pain meds. Yeah. So. Because that sucks, you can tell when they're in fucking pain. You know what I mean? You can tell when they're feeling better and to see that shit work, it's probably like, of course, they're gonna rather do that than spend 600 bucks of them that all every month for, that shit is crazy well, expensive. My like, dog that's, every time I go you know, I'm, my, my old girl that's sitting outside right now, she, um, she, you saw her, how she looks, she's great, yeah. right? Yeah, we were hanging out out there. She just <clears> dropped <throat> from 127 pounds down to 98.6 pounds in the past three months. Um, she was overweight and her arthritis was really bad. Started doing the treats, that really helped with it quite a bit for the arthritis. Now that the arthritis is under control, we can exercise her. Right. Now we can exercise her, she can drop the weight. Yeah. So, because she put on weight when I shattered my ankle and I couldn't get out there and exercise right. her anymore. I put on 25 pounds, she put on 27. It's crazy how they really do just mimic your life. Like, mm-hmm. it's not their like fault. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, just, they just do whatever you do. Like, yeah. Bill Burr had that bit about how he would get fired up watching a sports game. Next thing you know, his dog's barking at the TV. <laughs> 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 you know? And, like, yeah. it's serious. Yummy. Thank you. Um, Normally, we're the only ones that can pass uh, stuff from off screen, so I like it. I like it. <laughs> you're, bringing it you're bringing it tonight. Oh, she's going to be doing the um, Sierra Accelerator program with me. Talk about that a little bit, because I'm clueless. All right, so the Sierra Accelerator program is helping. Um, right now, they're working with the manufacturing people that are of you know, social injustice, um, people in the areas of the economic, um, I forget that word. Economic empowerment? Uh, yes. Thing? Economic empowerment, I believe that's, yeah. 
So they're helping manufacturers that are going to be applying for their license or have started the application process. They're trying to help us kind of, you know, guide us to get everything where we need to so that we can launch into the market with a product that's ready to go, something that we know is tested that meets the regulations yeah. the way the Cannabis Control Health Commission has them written. Um, it will help us, like for me, it will help with learning, you know, stability, shelf life, um, helping us with packaging, what sort of packaging can, can work, should work, making sure that, again, the packaging is meeting all the regulations. Um, it's a, you know, really good program. They're going to be offering it uh, quarterly, and you have to apply. I think there was close to or over 400 applicants during the first round, and they choose, they'll choose five teams usually. Wow. So um, I believe, I don't know if it was last night or tonight, there was going to be an NBC News interview that should be on um, explaining a bit more about the program. They started the footwork for it about back in May, I want to say it was, was when they announced it on Fox and on NBC. There's been you know, you have to go through background checks, you have to have your product needs to be lab tested, and so those are parts of things. But so you have to get accepted of, into it. Yes, you have to get accepted oh, into cool. it. Yep, it's a, there's a whole interview process and application you go through. Um, there's like, you know, for the manufacturing, for myself, it's using a full-size, you know, manufacturing kitchen, getting use of the oils and stuff that out here on the, you know, street, it's yeah. not regulated. There's no knowing exactly what's in it. Yeah, you'll send it off for lab testing, but it's not the same as getting it and using it from where you know right where it's coming yeah, from. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so that's one thing that you get full use of it. Oh, thank you. Uh -huh. uh, you know, they'll help you. They've got um, food chemists. They've got packaging team. They've got everything that any sort of dispensary would have to show you and help you you know, that's pretty good. get your business off the ground. So that's that's like a big thing. We should send um, them a couple of. Uh, so how often do you guys meet, or what? It like, do you meet like? So what it is is you'll have during that quarter. For me, I'll get six times in the kitchen. So basically, I pick one day, say two Saturdays a month or two Tuesdays a month or something. I'll go in. I get the whole day. Use the facility. Terpenes whatever terpenes and stuff, the flavor extractions, the um, so cool. extraction room to be able to, you know, get my distillate that I'd be using. And then having a whole test kitchen and a bunch of lab equipment that's going to help me know where I'm at before I send it off to get it tested. That's amazing. So that's like, yeah, that's super helpful. Because... Mm -hmm. And at the end, um, I believe I could be mistaking it with other conversation, but I do believe that at the very end of the program, you know, your end of your three months there, you're going to sit down with a team and be able to discuss if you're needing, you know, investors or what help you may need, and they can offer you different services or direct you to where you need to go. Cool. If you have questions regarding marketing, there's a marketing team. You know, so it's it's a really good program I think for people that know what they want to do, they've kind of zeroed in on, on their market, their target market, and I think it will really help a lot of people that don't have the 
finances to get right. the big backers. Because you're seeing a lot of that. Yeah. And yeah, a lot of the big backers are coming, and they're they're coming heavy. You yes. Be able to afford a test this will, and all that sort of yeah. This will take place at like a state-run facility, or it's at private? the Sierra Naturals in Milford. Oh, okay. Yep, Sierra Naturals in Milford. So you were there all day yesterday. Uh, yeah, we were there from ten to like two, I think. What were you working on yesterday? Yesterday wasn't working. It was oh. NBC interview. Oh, nice. And then um, just you know talking about what we want to do with the packaging and meeting with the packaging team. So um, cool. And where we'd like to see ourselves at the end of this, you know. Three month journey. Cool. Yeah. Really It'll help establish a lot of like baselines for the like the industry and like the products and absolutely. it'll be like standardization and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. I mean from everything from your sizing, your dosage, making sure that dosage because recreational is five milligrams per piece. Not only that, but it's like let's say that you have um, you know, a big like a Kit Kat bar. Recreational is five milligrams. Five piece. milligrams per piece is recreational. So, like a piece as in what defines a piece? So, let's say that you have a Kit Kat bar, right? It's good. It's Kit Kat bar normally two. has two pieces in it. Each piece can only be five milligrams, unless it's scored to where it can break exactly at that line, or if it's portioned off into, you know, like let's say you had a bag of Reese's pieces. Each little Reese's can be five milligrams. Okay. And what's the most you package package together? 100 milligrams per package. 100 milligrams, okay. So how do you feel about that? Um, I think five milligrams is foolish. I think that it, it restricts a lot of the, um, a lot of the sizing for different peoples. Like for instance, for me, I make granola bars, mm -hmm. you know? How am I supposed to make that granola bar five milligrams? And if you say score it, how? You can't score a granola bar, it's yeah. going to break. Yeah, it's granola. You know, it's granola. Right. <clears throat> so I feel that, you know, 10 milligram pieces would be a lot easier. I think yeah. 10 milligrams is probably where it should be. And so could you like, could you do like a packaging that had it like scored on the packaging? No. no. You could because that here's right. another thing they've added yeah, to it. No, because here's, like, here's another thing that's that's, 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 that's like something that would like make sense, on, you know what I mean? Like, oh, that's fair. On the item. On the food I or the individual item that is listed at five milligrams has to be literally on there the delta with the THC in it. On the food? On the food. You have to stamp the food. So the way you've got to do it is oh, it's, oh, it's either got to be stamp the food. Well, let's let's say that you made Jolly Ranchers. Each little wrapper for each Jolly Rancher can have it on it, and that's fine because that's an individual piece. But Let's say you had a, um, like oh. a, a granola bar, or a Hershey bar, Hershey like a Hershey bar, okay? Yep, and each, each piece is five milligrams, that's fine. But like on the back side or something, each piece has to have like a rice paper. Yeah, or like a little, in, yeah. That's... Right. This just makes me want to cry weed tears. <laughs> weed tears. So this that's how like... the recreational is going. See, I think it should be like more about educating people that like five milligrams is a good place to start. Right. It's like you don't walk into a bar and order a martini if you've never drank. You like talk to the bartender. Yeah, you get like you a right. one. Well, I mean, I'm, yeah, <laughs> well, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Because like five milligrams is a good starting point if you have zero tolerance. I feel. Because like I know like like my girlfriend like if she like ten milligrams would be too much for her. All right. So what if okay? But so like five, for me, ten milligrams would be nothing. So if I had a thousand milligrams right now, what's worst case scenario? What's gonna happen? Yeah. You get super paranoid. Everything's different. 
Thank you, you might get paranoid, you might get the spins, and feel as if you were if you were drunk. And then I'll go to sleep? You may go to sleep, or you may just be up for six, seven hours going, oh, this is crazy, <coughs> you know? It really depends on the type of so like eye the that worst, you get the worst, the worst side effect is like, I'm paranoid. I'd say the absolute worst side, the worst side effect, I would say, like, from my experience, is you might throw up. I've you seen might. That. I've seen that's that the times. worst. Or you're going to get the spins because you feel like you're going to throw up. I've yeah. seen that's the worst thing I've ever and seen. And it's, it's not paranoid. It's just kind of like, the only sort of paranoia you get is like, am I talking too fast? Is, is I've seen people so paranoid like, that they think they need to go to the hospital. And then the hospital's like, you're fine, dude. Yeah. Just chill out. So, in my opinion, I'd rather throw up than take a useless trip to the hospital. So, worst case would be like paranoia to the point where you call an ambulance or something. But I've, I've never seen. Yeah, you I didn't call the ambulance. I just like, drove myself to the hospital. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> <But, laughs> great. Like, You're, you drive yourself to the hospital. I was like, I'm going to take off and head to the hospital. How long did it take you to get a mile down the road? <laughs> oh, my goodness. I went there and was like, there's something wrong. And they were like, yeah, there's something wrong. You're here. What do you want? <laughs> I always, like, I, know, take, I always find it funny. I always find it funny you take an edible and you forget, and then like forty-five minutes later, an hour later, you're like, "What?" And then you remember. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. That's right. I ate some gummies just a couple weeks ago, and about an hour and a half later, I started sweating, like dripping sweat out of nowhere. But it wasn't like, it wasn't like cold sweat. I felt fine. I was like, I don't feel sick or anything. And I was like, oh, I ate that edible. I wonder if, like, that's got me sweating. And then, like, I started feeling mad high. And I was like, dude, that thing hit me, like, an hour and a half later. Started well, this is one of the things that I always tell people is when they're learning how to dose, if it's something, I you know, according to the shape of my bars and stuff, I say take a quarter. Right. One quarter of it, wait two hours. I don't want you to listen to other people that say, oh, 45 minutes, you know, an hour and 15 tops. Yeah. No, I want you to wait a full two hours. Like I said, before you Exactly. Because, you know, depending on what you're using too, whether you're using flour or distillate or something, you know, one other extraction, that is going to depend on how it's going to hit and when it's going to hit. Right. Plus body type. Yep. Food, water. How much you've drank, yeah. how much you've eaten. Yeah. So I always say two full hours to know exactly what the effects are. If you don't feel you're where you want to be, take another quarter. But don't, you know, always do it in quarters. So you can figure out where you're really at. Yeah, yeah. you can. Because uh, we've, we've all done different. the old, this isn't working. Yeah. I'm going to do more of these. And then it's like, oh, this is working now. You can't undo it. And it always kicks in like 10 minutes after you eat the other ones. It's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. This is about to get interesting. Well, it's, it, it, you know, another, a whole other type, because I make edibles, I eat edibles, not a problem. I'll smoke, not a problem. But the one thing that always does me over the edge... Is it dad? No. No? It's Joe and Pat from Mascara Chefs. They always come. Oh, yeah. Because I had them come do my cousin Sarah's with me. I had them come cater Sarah's birthday party this past year. Mm -hmm. And it was just, you know, ten of us for dinner. And every single time, overdo it. For me, I was like, the next day, I still felt hungover until noon. Oh, yeah. It, it was even worse. So my daughter, same thing. She didn't even make it to dessert, and she was throwing up. Wow. Then pass out. Nobody much gets sauce. people higher than <laughs> Joe and Pat. Right. Why? When, was, was this, when was this, recently? April. 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 Mm -hmm. Wow, that's it. I 
took the full 500, and the next day my buddy said it looked like I still had two black eyes. <laughs> 500's way too much. Yeah. Well, she's, she does have, have a high tolerance, yeah. but yeah. I'll take like four dabs in a row. <laughs> yeah. My daughter likes to think she. Yeah, my daughter likes to think she. That was a good quote right there. It's too bad we didn't hear it. She said, I'll take four dabs in a row and be like, yeah, okay. (laughs) 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 But yeah, my daughter's a, you know, she thinks her tolerance is higher than it is. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you're eating infused food. (laughs) So high. You're eating infused food. (laughs) I saw some girls throw up at (laughs) She was more mad that she missed the dessert. And we saved it for her. Like I think Pat gave us a little container for it. We saved her for saved it for her, and it vanished when she left for college the next day. She doesn't know where it went. <laughs> she never got her dessert. I feel like in college it's awesome to like have an understanding of cannabis when you're there, because I feel like a lot of kids never don't. Went. I never went either, but I went to a lot of colleges. When I I was partying at those colleges, (laughs) we spoke to models. It was, you know, more like, okay, so when she was younger and she had played around and stuff, obviously it was to get high. But then the more that I learned about it, the more, you know, I would explain to her that this can actually keep you off that concerto. This can actually help you, you know, the right strain can actually help you sleep through the night because she's had night terror since she was a baby. I don't know. So these are the sorts of things that now it's like, okay, yeah, it is a more medicinal for her. Mm-hmm. You know, she doesn't smoke every night. She uses a lot of CBD yep. because she's got um, back issues and, and from playing rugby, and she's had um, somewhere between eight and ten concussions within oh, the last several years. Oh, okay. So she has a small lesion on her brain, and um, you played women's division two rugby. So that now must be so intense because women are so much more intense than <laughs> oh, like, oh, we're, we're bigger and we'll hit each other harder, but like women are vicious. She got throat punched. Case in point. <laughs> nope, the best is the cleat to the face. Yup. And her retaliation was to come up behind the girl. The girl didn't even see it coming. Girl had the ball. Katie just picked up and just whipped the girl to the side. So I mean, just tossed her. And she's small compared to most of the other players. Awesome yeah. None of my kids hit people yet. It is, but now, so you waiting. know, she's got, she can't play anymore. Yeah. You know, she's got, you eight, you know, Sorry. I feel like eight, you know, concussions or something. Yeah. Um, and, you know, she's having issues with her brain, she's having issues sleeping, um, she's getting frequent headaches. Yeah. So, it's, so we've really increased her CBD, and that's helping a lot. Well, best of luck. That sucks. That I wonder if we're gonna start letting athletes use CBD. Like well, the isn't there a lot of athletes like kind of campaigning for it? Yeah, they are. In the spotlight. Yeah. Yeah. I think there was some athletes there last. There was some athletes there last night. Yeah, Aaron Hart yeah. was there last them. night. Yeah, Lebron Bell basically said last year, "Just give me the four game suspension because I'm not gonna stop smoking weed." <laughs> How was the dude down in Florida, Ricky Williams? Ricky Williams, he quit the NFL. Well, he had anxiety, dude. If you remember, yeah. like he used to do his, um, he used to do his interviews with his helmet on. Yeah. After the game, because he was like, "Get away from me, boy! I don't like you. <laughs> you guys are gonna go talk bad about me the minute, and no matter what I say, you're gonna make it sound bad." And he was like super anxious about it, so he used to keep his helmet on too, and like look at the floor and stuff. <laughs> I just want to smoke some weed and play some. And he was like, "Dude, all I want to do is smoke weed when I go home. I don't want to be drinking. I don't want to go partying. I don't want to get in trouble. 
I want to go home, I want to do yoga, and I want to smoke weed. And they were like, absolutely not. This is the NFL, going to waste and be a woman. <laughs> They're so backwards, dude. They need to get their shit together. Yeah, it's brutal. It's it makes me so mad, because like a guy like Josh Gordon, who's on the Patriots now, not to turn this into a sports podcast, but um, a guy like Josh Gordon, who's like, he had other issues, but if like cannabis could help him, especially being in Massachusetts right now, cannabis could help him. Mm-hmm. It could give him the release that he needs when he gets home. Yep. And it could give him everything, you know what I mean? He shouldn't have smoked down the, the season, though. CBD's during the season. You gotta keep your... Like, keep your shit tight. <laughs> a lot of people are betting on you on Sunday. Yeah. So, you know, just use, like, a, a marijuana instead of a hemp base. Use a marijuana-based CBD. There you go. <laughs> I like it. That's what he needs. Um, Josh Gordon. Anything else we gotta talk about? Anything else we wanna tackle tonight? No? How was the party last night? Party was good. Yeah? Yeah. Oh. It, was, it died off quick. I, I thought it would be last a bit longer as far as the crowd mm-hmm. seemed to slow down really quick. Right. But in the beginning it was packed. Yeah, so, I was surprised. I was outside smoking and I saw like people running out. And I was like, what? The, it's time to go? I wonder where everyone went. I know. Was, it was the DJ not smoking. good or something? Inside. I don't know. They that had the last, dance. The last time we went to, time, last had time they DJ correct. Yeah, DJ Lord. And they had people dancing. Was now there was no room to dance. And thirdly, I mean, you had half the party outside smoking weed the entire time because you're not allowed to smoke weed in there. So right. Yeah. That's a crazy thing too. With like the new regulations and everything, it's like we can't smoke weed anywhere. But we, everything some we can smoke weed, but we can't. Yeah, you can smoke some places. So like, just find. A, I mean, you're a weed. You gotta. You gotta find a place. Or something you gotta find, or let vape or something because that's that was outside smoking weed. Your party's fucking. And then you got like super theater break. two doors down. Like who wants to be smelling? You know, yeah. all of us smoking our weed. Yeah. They don't. So they should have like a, a room or a tent or something. Like a lot of you know a lot of events that I go to will have like a specific room or you can dab but no you know North no combustion. Super dark black light room. To smoke weed. Oh, that's some after party, yeah. I didn't yeah, like that either. Yeah, that made yeah, that made me yeah, I was nervous. <laughs> I felt like it was the beginning of the beginning of the movie Belly. Oh, that's a yeah, good movie. That's a good movie. But um <clears throat> Alright, cool. I think, I think there's there's like a few more events coming up. Yeah, where can, they, where can people come find you? Yeah, next? let's do that. Where can everybody find you in the coming months? Uh this coming Saturday, Croptoberfest, which will be in Taunton. And that's from 11 to 6, I believe. Right down the street. 12 to 6, yep. And what's that? um, It's just a bunch of different, you know, vendors. They'll, um, everybody gets a chance to, like, show what they're doing, you know, help each other out. And just basically it's a really chill place. They usually have, like, um, pig roast type food, shredded pork, and tables set up. There's always, like, you know, dabs going and stuff. and. (laughs) Uh, so I, I like full pork for lunch. So, um, I, and I then that the cool show. Twentieth, I will be at, in Providence at Wonderland okay. from Thirteen Folds Magazine. So they're hosting a, an event down there. Um, right, what's the Wonderland? Wonderland is in Providence off Post Street. What is um, it? It's like a nightclub type thing, and so he's got a bunch of vendors. They're doing a Halloween costume contest. Uh, an edible is it a contest. Replay? Yes. Oh, it's a pretty cool place. That's cool. Um, and that's on 
I think that's from 7 to 11 on, yeah, 7 to 11 on the 20th. And then the 26th, Turk Town, somewhere in northern Rhode Island. That's, you know, they're bringing, bringing in toys because they're doing like Toys for Tots or like, you know, cool. canned foods, cool. things like that. Yeah. Cool. And then the 26th is out in Worcester. A lot of and events. Yeah, so the Friday, okay, so Friday's the 26th and then the 27th is uh, Ghouls and Goblins at uh, Bobby Nooks. Yeah. yeah we may or may not be there. We're supposed to, I think, be there. We'll see how much dress up the floor. We've already got our costumes chose. Mm -hmm. All right. Where are you going to be? Can't say it out loud. Got to wait and see. I know. I was just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Danny's costume broke live on air two weeks ago, right? The last week? Yeah. The sea head. He was going to wear this. The sea head. Yeah, it was very heavy. I think he'd have so a headache heavy. by the end of the night. So yeah, I was going to be all crooked. So heavy it shattered on itself live on the podcast <laughs> last week. Yeah, it did. All this glass is broken. How was that? Uh-oh. I saw a video. That wasn't really that. I saw video. <laughs> um, all right. Well, thanks for coming. Thank and you guys for having me. We hope you had fun. We did. Had a great time. I'm so stoned right now. I don't know if you guys noticed. I'm just over here just... Yeah, I'm just kind of zoning out now, getting quiet. It's going to be a quiet ride home. <laughs> Cut to that up, up and away, Danny. Sorry. My homies from Talking Seaweed said, we got shit to do, and we need you to help. I said, well, shit, Stoke Gang. Let's get it. You gotta love the guys at Talking Seaweed. They're fucking nuts. They're out of their minds. Absolutely ludicrous with the shit they do. I don't know. If you don't know about Talking Seaweed, get familiar with it. I told you, we lit over here, boy. We super lit. Super lit. Yo, my girl says drink slow, I act like a loony Fuck that, pass another pass, give it to me There's a thought in my mind, gotta spit it out, lay it down Pardon my rhyme, make you figure out I made it now I'm top of my game, ain't no stopping it, man Didn't need an umbrella to walk in the rain Didn't need the boots and jacket every time I hike through the snow So I'm Voltron tracks, I float on Hold on, let me really tell them what I'm thinking Ain't no telling what I'm drinking, find it compelling When they get words together with them cursive letters My first endeavor was to hurt competitors Grind through the mud and I fought through the trenches Slammed on the tables and the parks on the benches Zip called me up, said come with the good vibes Mama always told me like the sun got above rhymes Up, up in the wet, wet, this is that flavor We gon' hit pay dirt Up, up in the wet, wet, pullin' that caper Ain't nothing major Up, up in the wet, wet, there's nothing on top now We won't ever drop down Up, up in the wet, wet, this ain't what's hot now Still got a lockdown on a site all night in the lab Shit, I might not be yoga, but Sunday they don't bad I'm with my people and we building, I got money in my pocket I got food up in my stomach, yo, I'm down to get a pop And yo, it's good, let me rollin' up I got golden touches for my people that be showing love I won't budge for nothing, I won't find the folks And ain't a price that you can put on the way It comes to my soul, so we woke Ain't a group, it's a mindset Spit it for the ones who ain't realize you're alive, yeah, timeless Got the crowd with their hands high M dot headshots with a violin Slide let them like a campfire Smoking like wet leaves Trying to build an empire I'll oppose to MCs I can flow with the best But see, it's bigger than that Heart, blood, sweat, and tears Yo, we bring it all up, back Up in the wet, wet This is that flavor We gon' hit pay dirt Up, up in the wet, wet Pullin' that caper Ain't nothing major Up, up in the wet, wet There's nothing on top now We won't ever drop down Up, up in the wet, wet if there's one thing I learned, can't escape the past So if I find America, won't take it back Chasing whiskey with my women, how I'm trained to act But how I'm trained to rap, I'll make your brain retract Got some brothers in the system, got some brothers in the street Got my mother in the kitchen and she's shoving up a treat Everybody get a plate, everybody get a steak Everybody feeling great, everybody gotta eat Dropped out, so we zone out
Yeah, I hope you ask a little more woke now That's my man F. Jack in the rollout Come cock you and leave you with a small mouth Chuck left with us, switch the tone down Up, up in the wet, wet This is that flavor, we gon' hit pay dirt Up, up in the wet, wet Pullin' that caper, ain't nothing major Up, up in the wet, wet It's lovely on top now, we won't ever drop down Up, up in the wet